0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Adam for Baseball. We're right in the thick of August. I'm recording on Tuesday. On a Tuesday, not a Monday. Sorry about that. Just had stuff come up. But uh, I think we're going to start it off right away. We're not going to do general stuff out the gate. We're going to talk about... Now, this is going to be tough for me. Oslavis... Basabe, the shortstop for the Tampa Bay Rays right now. He, um, it, it, boy, there's a lot of stuff up in the air. He's, he hit pretty well, um, when he was in AAA, and now he's called up to play for Tampa Bay, and he's, you know, done okay. He, um, had a, Went one for three his first night with a run scored and one for four last night against the Giants in San Francisco with a run scored and two runs driven in. It's a good little start. Only 6% owned right now. Um, he does, in Yahoo Leagues, have uh, dual position eligibility. He has third base and shortstop. Um, so, yeah, the, the whole deal with Wander Franco, I'm not going to talk about um, why Wander's on that. He's just on the restricted list. And restricted list, it means that he's also not getting paid. So he's being investigated right now by Major League Baseball, from what I understand. I don't know all the details, so I'm not going to speak on that. Um, all that means for us from a fantasy perspective is if you have Wander Franco, hopefully you had some depth um, where you just have a guy you can plug in right away at the shortstop position. Um, one of the positions I feel like is fairly deep. This is a thing, though, that team's so good in um, that lineup that you just, you know, they're a 72-49 team fighting not only for a division title, but just a good seed in the playoffs. And uh, to be that good of a team record-wise and still just not be in first place just tells you how tough the AL East is and is something that I think will be addressed by Major League Baseball going forward. Um, the imbalance right now in divisions across baseball i think major league baseball wants they kind of like they think that's cool they like showing that there's these competition in the whole division that it's very competitive and that's why they have these extra playoff spots yada 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 but i think most baseball fans are like this is crazy like there's got to be some sort of rebalance in a way I don't know if it'll ever happen. I think it is something that's definitely talked about. They've talked about inequality in baseball for a while, just with uh, pay and all that stuff. So I think this this year, just with how crazy that division's been, and then you have a division like the AL Central, where the best team is 62 and 58, which is good enough for um, basically they'd be just about last place in the AL East. Which is the Minnesota Twins. Um and it'd probably be different if they're playing against ALS AL East teams all the time. Um and the Twins have a losing record against teams over five hundred. There's um, I guess their records, you know, aren't great against teams over five hundred in the AL East, except for Baltimore and Tampa Bay is pretty good. So that just kind of lends to why they are succeeding so much in those divi- in the division. Um, okay. So back to the Rays. So Osleves, he is basically going to get the shot to play every day. Um, whether it will be every day or not, I don't know. Um, but right now it seems that way. Um, they are going to Los Angeles to face the Angels after this. So they're on a West Coast trip. So I can't imagine they're bringing in someone else to kind of take care of that um, position. Um, I wonder if they have rosters out for tonight or lineups out for tonight. It's it's a later game, so I doubt that the Rays are putting out their lineup yet. But we can take a quick peek Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, no, but they did say here that the Rays have placed Manuel Margot on the 10-day IL with right out. Elbow, loose bodies, and they recalled Jonathan Aranda. So um, Manuel Margot will have surgery to remove, right? Elbow, loose bodies. Surgery will take place tomorrow. So um, Aranda is an infield. Um, he's kind of a utility infielder, so maybe he gets some some shots if they think a matchup's better for him over um, – um interesting interesting um, so there's opportunity right you're let's say you don't want to you're like well I, I don't know much about this guy i I'm not gonna sit here and and say that i i'm gonna just it's not like you know football where you you're where it's a handcuff right where you're looking to Um, you know with running backs right you'll draft you know in the past you would draft Delvin Cook and Alexander Madison right you'd uh, draft Ezekiel Elliott and try to get Tony Pollard though that situation became a separate deal where you almost just could never really do that unless you really went aggressively after them that was kind of a different example but it's not so much that way, but it is a little bit just because the lineup's so good. You see that um, he scored each game he's played in. So you can play at the bottom of the lineup. That means he's getting driven in if he gets on base. He only got on base, I think, one time each game. Well, at least got a base hit each game. So uh, and then had a run to show for it for both. So uh, the team is is humming right now. And that's what how that team operates is they're good top to bottom. They're they're very you know contagious hitters. Um, so let's say you don't want to go with them. Let's look at kind of guys that are out there. Okay, um, one that I immediately thought of was Ezekiel Tovar. Um, he's been hitting very 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 well, and he's still very low owned. I think only thirty seven percent. Ezekiel's starting to look um, pretty awesome. He's 18th ranked shortstop right now, which is a little skewed like we've said before, um, just because, um, you know, some shortstops. Excuse me. Some shortstops don't have, like they're, they have second base eligibility as well. And that's all they really play, but they can play short or they've played short in the past. Is Torvald is straight-up shortstop, so I think technically I'd give him a little higher rating if I was to break things down. But he's been uh, on a really nice run, and he's had a really nice season overall on a team that hasn't had tons to be excited about. I think he's kind of your guy. Um, he's hit three home runs in the last, what, week, two weeks? Um, got three-for-four game against Arizona the other night, with a home run as well he he's um he's a really nice option going forward here especially since he's playing in Coors Field as well park factor in his favor another guy would be Ahmed Rosario he's a little higher owned at 63 percent but he also has that we've talked about him in the past because he's with the Dodgers now also has that second base not field eligibility um J.P. Crawford, but he is on, I think, the I.L. right now. Uh, Yeah, he had concussion. Yeah, he collided with Eugenio Suarez, that's right. And he was having a career year, honestly. A little bit of a breakout, I'd say. Um, Jeremy Pena is, you know, possibly available in your league. He, uh, because, I think shortstop's fairly deep this year. I think it's... It feels d- deeper. Um, and, yeah, Jeremy has been hitting well again. Um, he's not a big power hitter, but right now, that this is when I really want to have Astros players. I feel like they're always really nice um, as the season goes on. They always seem to get stronger as a team, as a ball club. But the one thing that's different this year is the Texas Rangers – are a bit of a thorn in their side. Texas Rangers are this juggernaut that just kind of looms over them that no matter how good Houston... Houston used to be able to just bully this division. And now they're not able to. And the Seattle Mariners have been playing better as, of course, the the Angels have just completely fallen off. Can we talk about... I... I'm so confused by that ball club. I've said it before. I've said it to my friends. I've definitely talked about it with my brother. What's wrong with that organization? Like, why can't they win? I don't really get it. Is it just because they don't have good enough pitching? I'm assuming that's what it is. Too much I mean, what's going to happen when it inevitably Shohei goes to a different ball club? AKA the Yankees. That's my guess, by the way. I'm guessing the Yankees are going to make the best offer for him. Now, whether or not Shohei wants to go there is the, is the question, right? That's the storyline. Um, anyway, we're going to get back on topic here. Houston usually is able to just kind of really bully through the last month, two months of the season. But, it kind of doesn't seem like they can do that this time around. And, like, they're still playing good baseball right now. But, I don't know. Texas has thrown a little bit of a wrench. The Bruce Bochy coached Rangers. Um, And so it's a very different story, let's just put it that way. Where I think that they're leading the, are they, they're the second, Houston's the second wild card position. Right now, yeah, let's take a look. Yeah, it's goes Tampa Bay, Houston, Toronto for wild cards. Um, and then in the National League, it's Philadelphia, San Francisco, Miami is the wild card leaders, division leaders, Atlanta, L.A. Dodgers, and Milwaukee Brewers, and then Baltimore- Orioles, Texas Rangers, Minnesota Twins and the AL. Um, this goes back a little bit to we talked about the Brewers a little bit last week. The Brewers have been really playing well and I I kinda just you know kind of kinda figured they would. You know, it just feels like a good a good time for them to to find their rhythm and they have the pitching to do it. Um, now the question is, and I didn't look, how did Brandon Woodruff do in his last start? Or was it Brent? No, not Brandon Woodruff. Who was it? Let's go. Oh, why can't I think of his name? We'll look it up here. Milwaukee starters. Um, Hauser. Oh, that's right. Hauser's pitching tonight. That's right. Yeah, he didn't have, did I, did I talk about, man, I can't remember if, no, he pitched against Colorado, four runs, five innings, five strikeouts, it was okay, right, no decision, Um, five strikeouts in the last five, in four of his last five outings, he's playing in LA tonight, it's a scary matchup, um seven percent rostered if he pitches well tonight I'd feel good about him if I were you um man what was I gonna I feel like I'm missing something about the Brewers I was gonna kind of track back on Woodruff had a great start against the White Sox really just he's poised to succeed so hats up to everybody that just hung in there with him but yeah the Brewers they're they're playing well Cubbies are doing okay um, Cincinnati's just falling off. It's just too young of a team. I think they just don't know how to sustain. Um, same thing with Pittsburgh. They had that nice hot start to the season, but I think most people knew that it wasn't going to continue. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals, arguably the most disappointing team in the nation. No, it's, I'm sorry, it's the Mets. Never mind. Um, <laughs> the Mets, man. Then uh, what was it? Must have been playing well. Yeah, the Mariners. We said that Rangers. Yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, Twins have been playing pretty well. They took two out of three in Philadelphia. That was a nice series. Um, some and oh, that's who I was going to talk about. Lars, Newtbar. So Lars was a player that preseason a lot of experts. He seemed to be the. I'm not saying everybody was in on him, but a lot of experts were talking about Lars Neubauer. Like, he was the the sneaky pick. He was the guy you take. And he's had a good year. Um, he was hurt for a while. So it's hard to sit here and be like, because he's played 88 games. And for me, that's just like, cool. You know, I mean, if if you had him, great. And he's been good. Like, this last month, like, he's been so good. Like, the month of August and the month of July. I mean, he's been on fire. Last month of baseball, so he's had 92 at-bats. And in those 92 at-bats, he's had 21 runs scored, six home runs, 13 RBIs, three stolen bases, and he's batting 326. Um, he He's been very good. And, and the thing with him is he's kind of one of those um, – I'd have to look it up but he was always a an exit velocity guy. And I think what what experts thought was going to happen is that he was going to have the launch angle was going to improve. Kind of like on a lesser level, people thought that Jose Miranda for the Twins was kind of be he was he's that same type of guy, but Lars was a little further ahead. And so far Jose has really struggled. He's been a big disappointment, I'd argue, and he was someone I missed on because I really—I—I I partially blame the Twins. Uh, we're not going to get into that too much, but let's see. Lars—he, I got his stuff right here. Where is it? His wall. His WAR is third highest on the on the team, right behind Paul Goldschmidt and uh, Nolan Arenado. Uh, where is his? Yeah, his, da, 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 da. he's got a specific stat that kind of is, is his big, big. Um, where is it? He's a very specific stat that people really like. I think it's something to do with exit velocity. Sorry, I, I had it. I don't see it. Um, you know, he 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 he's typically. I just think that he took the step people thought he was gonna take, but he has eighty eight games to show for it only. And that's tough to be like I don't know, he still might be available in your league and I think he's he's r gonna be a real bright spot the rest of the season. Um, ideally for the for the Cardinals. He's been two eighty right now in the season. Like you gotta love that. But it was almost too late for some teams like to to get in on him and, and you needed I don't know, I feel like outfielders made or break may either make you or break you this year so it felt like um, I have a league probably my toughest league I've ever been in. I've been kind of in that third place to seventh place eighth place range most of the year. I've been able to stay in the top six the playoff positions pretty much all year. And I just had a really bad loss last week. I um, only scored, I think, one point. And then this week I'm struggling too. And my team is – had been kind of w- waiting to see when my, my bad stretch was going to happen, and sadly it's happening right in the heart of when you need to do well. Oh, that's, I lost 2-8 to eight last week, and it bumped me down to eighth place. I'm losing 8-1 to one early in the week this week. I'm not worried about that because it's just – it's just the the Monday stats didn't weren't kind to me, um, but I'm getting um, I'm getting Roy I get get Royce Lewis back tonight. He's back in the lineup. That's a big guy coming back from injury. Wilmer Flores is injured right now. We're not injured. He's um, he's out for a little bit. He has an ear infection. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. Uh, so. I talked to – who did I talk to about this? I talked to my brother. And I had talked about on the podcast that the White Sox look and see who is going to emerge as a potential solid starter if you're looking for starters. And I didn't really want to give away names, I said, because some of it I just have to keep to myself really. Like some of it is – is stuff that you have to figure out for yourself. And of course, I'm going to talk about other stuff too. I mean, it's not like I've kept names from you. But this time around, I wanted to. And partially it's because, well, big part of it is well, my buddy Ruskin is uh, um, in the same league. So I <laughs> had to be a little careful. But I picked up Jesse Schultons, who is the pitcher for the White Sox. And he's been really good. And he. He still like he took the loss in his last start. He went six and a third, five strikeouts, and he just had a rough ending to the to the outing. But he still is like effective and good. Like it's still he was it's still a quality start. Like a third straight quality start. You know, no wins in, in in that stretch. But his next start is in Colorado. If you're looking for them in, in a league, pick them up. I have them in this league now, so I feel like I can talk about them. But I am someone who, you know, I, I practice what I preach. And, I, you know, if you were looking, you could have found them and, and, and done the thing, right? And pointing you there, I just sometimes don't want to hand it all to you, right? And maybe I shouldn't be saying this out loud. Uh, but you know what? I think it, it, it. we want to be transparent on this kind of stuff. All right, we're going to look at our guys. We're going to go back to him. I'm a, I'm a little afraid to look up Jorge Mateo, but we're doing it. We took last week off, I think, looking at them. But um, Jorge, uh, he just hasn't been playing. Plain and simple. He's, he's not been in the lineup. He pinch ran uh, in a game and scored a run. He last hit was August 8th. Uh, he started a game on the 12th, but he just has not been in the lineup. He's been a he's a detriment at the plate. He's really only in there for depth and pinch running, and it's it's a bummer. But it's interesting to watch him. You know, we've stuck with these two players. You know, Jorge Mateo and Braxton Garrett, and it's fun to track them. It's fun to to pay attention. And so now we look at Braxton, and Braxton has become a bit exciting for me. Like he's been. Uh, I'm pretty proud of, of pointing at him. You know, he's 46% rostered. I think he's available. I, I think he's. I'm sorry, he's owned in both of my leagues, my Yahoo leagues. There, there was no way he wasn't gonna be owned. I think if you're in a good league and you need starting pitching, you have him. Point and simple. He beat Houston last time out only struck out one batter, which is wild for him. But that's a lot to do with Houston. But the fact that he can get that win and not give up any runs speaks to how good of a pitcher he is. He doesn't need to strike out batters to win games. The end. That's exciting. And then before that, got the win against Cincinnati in Cincinnati, which is a very difficult ballpark to keep the runs down this time of year. Great American ballpark. Uh, but he did. Um, Cincinnati is is kind of regressing to where they should be. I think that the fan base got a little spoiled, in my opinion. They had dumped everything. We talked about this before. They would and they were getting the front office and everything was getting raked over the coals. Um, when they were making all those moves, getting rid of all their guys. But boy, these prospects have looked pretty good. And that they've gotten for from these trades that they were MLB ready guys pretty much. Some of them maybe need a little more fine tuning. But I think you can be excited about this core that they have, right? It, there's part of the the thing for me is and some people might disagree i know that we were talking about Braxton Garrett but the the reds are interesting jonathan india i think is the key to what makes them hum and jonathan india had been phenomenal this year really had been been great but now he's 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 out he was going to come back and then they shut him down again and it's it's a it's a left foot and when you have a foot injury and they shut you down after they thought you're going to be back that's bad setbacks setbacks on foot injuries any of that kind of stuff is not good um he he was i mean he's batting in 103 games 251 68 runs 14 homers 52 rbis 12 stolen bases uh he's been fantastic really like he was one of my, my favorite players. And he's he just is a great guy to have fantasy. I, I love the way he plays even if you watch him play baseball. He's very fun to watch. Um, but, you know, they have McLean. They have Spencer Steer. Of course, they have Ellie De La Cruz. They have uh, Christian Encarnacion Strand. They have a lot of exciting young players. And, you know they got Hunter Green over there, and 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 uh, is it Ben Lively's been pitching pretty well for them? Graham Ashcraft, there's there's stuff there, and um, I think you should tip your hat to David Bell, the coach, and the front office. I think they got some exciting baseball ahead of them. Honestly, in that NL Central, they could still make a run. And make it very difficult on Milwaukee and Chicago as time goes on. Um, now, it's going to lend into maybe next year. You need to be targeting Cincinnati bats a little more, right? We're seeing the talent there. Ellie Dela Cruz will be a very high pick. Matt McClain will probably be a very high pick you know there's there's going to be some guys showing up and depending on what they do in the off season the thought was that they were going to maybe get rid of india during the trade deadline and they didn't and i think part of it had to do with him being hurt and then uh i think that he might get dealt this off season and i part of me hopes the twins go after him cuz i really like the kind of player he is um We'll, we'll see what happens, though. Um, we were talking about Lars Nuttbar. We talked about Braxton Garrett. Talked about Jorge just a, briefly. Now, we're going to go to basically the matchups this that we're on and just kind of talk briefly about them. Tigers-Twins, um, Guardians-Reds, Astros-Marlins. That's a fun series. Uh, Christian Javier going against Johnny Cueto tonight. Um, Red Sox versus the Nationals. Pavetta versus Josiah Gray. That's a really fun pitching duel. Phillies Blue Jays, another fun one. Um, Zach Wheeler, uh, Yusei Kukuchi. Um, Let's we'll see if the Blue Jays can make a good push and, and show that they've matured as a team. I think uh, there's a lot of question marks over there, and they need to answer some of them. They need to make them clear to know what they're going to do as a ball club. Going forward, because there's a lot of things. I think there's a lot of question marks. There's 66 and 54, and there are a lot of question marks. Uh, Pirates-Mets, that's not a fun series. Yankees-Braves, very, very big series, except Luis Severino is pitching tonight in Atlanta. Boy, oh boy, if I was playing DraftKings. A's-Cardinals, I kind of like that kind of series. It's fun for me. I, I do enjoy that kind of a series. Uh Angels Rangers. That's uh can be good or bad. Giolito's pitching tonight for the Angels against Jordan Montgomery for the Rangers. Jordan Montgomery, let's see if he can get a W. He's been kind of uh he was a, a been a bit of a uh, the bad bad side of run support, you know, in St. Louis and now that he's with the Rangers, it's it's a different deal, right? White Sox Cubs. Uh, I mean, if the White Sox were playing better, then it would be fun to watch, I guess. But um, maybe they'll play a little harder in this series. Who knows? Weird weird ball club, though, the Chicago White Sox. Uh, but Tukey Toussaint's going tonight, so that's kind of fun uh, against Kyle Hendricks. Uh, I got Mariners Royals. I like that series just because I think the Royals are are going to be spoiling a lot of people's runs right now. I think... You know Seattle's running Hancock out there tonight, and, and Jordan Lyles is pitching. And yeah, Jordan's three and 13, 6.13 ERA. But when Jordan pitches well with that slider, he's very difficult. So something to keep an eye on. Uh, Ty Black, I think, is pitching for Colorado tonight against Mantipoli. Uh Diamondbacks versus Rockies. So that's a very fun series, in my opinion. Always, that's always one of my favorite series to watch. If it's a, you know, it's, it's a fun late late series. Late night uh, games, uh, Orioles Padres. Yeah, Michael Wacha is pitching for San Diego tonight, and then they got Flaherty going in Baltimore. Uh, Tampa Bay versus the Giants. We had mentioned before that's uh, Zach Lattell uh, starting things off, and then Jacob Junis starting things off for the Giants. I don't think Jacob is actually the starter. I think they're running him as an opener, right? I don't know for sure. That's, but I believe that's what's happening. And then Adrian Hauser going against uh, Mr. Miller in LA. So let's look at that up actually real quick, Jacob Junis, because if Jacob's starting ball games again, he might be an interesting guy to pick up. Jacob Junis. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's. Yeah. So, he's, what is he being used as? Huh. So, there's something I don't totally understand. But, yeah, Junis Junis could just be a fun option as just a reliever, you know. Um, Just as San Francisco looks to make a push here. Um, San Fran's in a you know an interesting position. They're in a wild card spot right now. They're nine games back behind the Dodgers. Dodgers are that's a team I missed earlier. Dodgers are probably the hottest team in baseball right now. So other than the Rangers, but yeah, probably the Dodgers. They're they're disgusting. They're good. They're they're starting to really show up. So watch out for them. They're they're a great August September ball club. Usually the traits of all good playoff teams. They know how to find that hot streak going into the postseason. So speaking of that, look for guys on teams that do that well, that are doing that well right now, teams that are playing well going to the postseason. We have a month and a half left. There's not a lot of baseball, regular season baseball left. I have to win right now in this league I was talking about earlier where I struggled last week. I have to find guys that are running hot. I have a guy like Masataki Yoshida who's been fantastic all year. Top 100 ranked guy. He's been very consistent. He's been on a cold stretch. He's not starting again tonight. So that means I'm putting in Royce Lewis. Guy that has been a spark plug for the Twins and looking for them to maybe play some actually good stretches of baseball for the first time all year. I think... Take advantage of Milwaukee. Find their hot hands. Someone that's that's being overlooked that could go on a nice run. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you just can find a flash in the pan, take advantage of it. If you have a spot where you can put a guy in, right? So find a guy who's on a nice ten-game run. Take advantage of that. So let reach out to me at Adam for Baseball at Twitter um, and. Let me know what you're thinking as uh, the season starts to close down. Thoughts and maybe things you'd like me to bring up as, as time goes along. But anyway, have a great week and watch some baseball.